Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 173. We're going to you live from two locations tonight. Uh, first, from World Scout Jamboree with Bill Stearns, NE4RD, and then the Youth DX Adventure in Carousel with Bryant, KVG5HVO. And we're recorded live on Thursday july 18th 2019 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg coming to you now home again in, in bloomington indiana home from uh, a great trip out to arl teachers institute and uh, if you missed all of that last week matt severin n8ms ali flynn km3alf chris bickle k1 BIC and a bunch of the other students from the ARL Teachers Institute were on the show, and you can catch that over at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. And of course, uh, the rebroadcast is on WTWW each week, 5085 Saturday mornings at about 6 30 p.m. Eastern Time. So uh, tonight we're going to talk to Bill and we're going to talk to Bryant and uh, see how things are going in their uh, remote setups. Um, one in West Virginia, one in Carousel, but, but they're doing the same thing. They're setting up a station and getting on the air and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. So get those questions ready to go. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after uh, we talk a little bit to each one by telephone, and I'll give you the phone number for that so you have it ready to go. We're not ready for your call just yet, but we will be soon. Uh, and it's 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. If you want to call in, or you can tweet us anytime you want. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. I'll be checking that throughout the night. But we'll have two call-in segments tonight, one for Bill and one for Bryant. So uh, we'll be back to do that right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. 
Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the tenth one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a hand fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Your host, Neil Rapp, may be too radial short of a full ground system, but he's back now with more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show once again tonight. They help bring you Ham Talk Live each and every week. Their upcoming Ham Fest schedule, August 4th, Berryville, Virginia. August 10th at Huntington, West Virginia. And August 17th and 18th, I'll be seeing them at Huntsville, Alabama. Or you can visit anytime at pl-259.com. Bill Stearns, NE4RD, was here a couple of weeks ago with Jim Wilson, K5ND, to talk about the World Scout Jamboree, and you also hear Bill on the Linux and the Hamshack podcast, as well as reporting on radio scouting on Amateur Radio Newsline. Well, Bill has made the journey from his home in Billings, Montana, to Summit Bechtel Reserve in West Virginia, and has been working hard to set up NA1WJ to get the scouts on the air for their upcoming World Scout Jamboree for the first time being hosted by a joint North American team. So, Bill, how are things in West Virginia tonight? Oh, it's hot. Very hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, it's going great. It's going great. We're just, uh, we're just finishing day three here on the ground for uh, at least the advanced team. Uh, we've made a, a lot of progress on the station. We have been... Uh, um, uh, obviously, uh, some of you probably watched some of our live streams we've been doing on, uh, Facebook live, just trying to show the progress inside the, 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 the actual tent itself. We have a 40 by 40 tent where we're setting all the stations up. And, uh, today was pretty much the big progress day in there. We got the partitions in, we got the layout down, uh, we got the station all hooked up. Um, yeah, it's been really great. Uh, past couple of days here, we've been working on getting the antennas, all put together, we had the uh, the three new antennas that were were, were graciously donated by uh, JK Antennas. We have a, a nice C3S uh, for 15, 10, and uh, 20. 
we got a nice uh, rotatable 40-meter dipole that we're putting up on one of the other towers. And we have a, uh, a new antenna uh, that they made special for us, uh, a 2017 combo uh, Yagi that we're putting up on the third tower. So we uh, finally got all those assembled. Um, we had uh, Hector down XC2K, and uh, he did an excellent job in assembling those uh, those antennas. And uh, we did the final the final inspection this afternoon before he uh, he has to head off to fly take a flight out in the morning. So um, yeah, just a lot of lot of activity going on, testing the rotors out, checking cables, extending cables. This is the first time we're actually lighting up all three towers for uh, for rotators. Um, so uh, this will be interesting. We're not, we don't have a single vertical out there this time. <laughs> we decided uh, the way they laid out the tents that there's too much foot traffic behind our tent. So we didn't want to have a huge radial field out there for people to trip on. So we had to basically put everything up in the air. So, uh, so this is a little bit different uh, than, uh, than previous experiences because we were able to control the tents that actually face all the antenna equipment. <laughs> so we'd never have any egress on that side. So uh, this has been a little bit of a challenge for the team, but, uh, you know, the team is, you know, we've got a, a lot of excellent uh, amateurs that are, uh, are really stepping up and making all this happen for, uh, for this activity. Well, I've been following uh, your, your trek out to West Virginia and, and, and on the way, you, you, you thought maybe Hamvention was, was going on a little early? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really pay attention to my route until I got into Indianapolis. And I'm like, this seems awfully familiar. And then, uh, yeah, sure enough, it took me straight down 35 to cut the corner uh, down through to, to Charleston, West Virginia. And drove right by Xenia. <laughs> like, oh, I've seen this road before. <laughs> Must have made a wrong turn or something. But, uh, but yeah, it was actually a nice drive. I don't think I've ever taken 35 all the way through there. So uh, that was actually quite pleasant, uh, little little stroll into the hills, finally. Now, was there anybody left in the flea market still trying to get out? or? <laughs> yeah, you know? you know, there must have been some last-minute deals over there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know uh, if you I, saw it, but the numbers came out, and and the, they say that the attendance this time was uh, number two ever. Record breaking, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, at, from a vendor perspective, being in uh, Building Five, it seems a little high, but uh, you know, I you know they they have the tickets and they can count them. So uh, so that seems that seems great. And I heard a lot of really good feedback from the vendors there too. That that they you know record sales and everything else so obviously there was something going on that maybe just didn't you know trickle over our way directly but uh yeah that was that was that was pretty good news for them yeah i i thought it was up just from from walking around and looking at it and and darting from forum to forum and uh venue to venue uh it, it looked like it was up so i i can't say that i was uh too surprised uh with the with the numbers but uh yeah it was, it was good to hear well back to uh the world scout jamboree here uh sounds like uh you know you've been able to overcome uh, a few obstacles had to get some last second parts and and uh some last second things but uh you said that uh, you'd planned on being on the air by Friday, so uh, that's in the morning. So are you ready to go? Yeah, it looks like we are. We had to order some uh, last-minute parts, like I was talking to you off the air uh, uh, from DX Engineering, get a get a few uh, masts, new masts for the uh, for the towers. So, well, our towers are 
telephone poles, but yeah, so new 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 masks for the new antennas, and uh, we got those today this afternoon. A little too late to actually put them up, but uh, we got the bucket truck sitting over at our station right now, and uh, they're they're ready to put it up first thing in the morning. So uh, hopefully we'll be actually uh, testing and and everything else starting pretty early in the morning and hopefully everything works <laughs> we have already started making contacts on satellite uh I, I know for sure we had at least two contacts uh i didn't didn't talk to mike before i left the tent so i don't know if he was squeezing out a few more before he left oh okay are you sorry there? oh okay. <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> skype's doing weird things tonight so i want to make sure yeah yeah, it got really but, quiet all of a sudden. So yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's cool, and I'll have to uh, I'll have to look for you on satellite too. And and yeah, I was I was uh, I was telling uh, Bill before the show I I slipped by DX Engineering on the way home. I guess I could have could have run by and grab those but then i would have had to backtrack to get them to you but <laughs> yeah, a little but, bit of a drive. Uh, but you know, hey, they got them in overnight, yeah. so that was pretty. Yeah. You know, we did. We did send an email along to them and say, "Hey, uh, can you make sure this stuff actually gets here tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're wonderful, wonderful people at DX Engineering, and uh, they really uh, made sure it, it did happen. So we got everything that we were supposed to get. Yeah, I couldn't res- resist when you know you're a few hundred feet away driving by it. You got to you got to stop in and grab something. So I, I did. Well, if you have a question for Bill uh, about the the scout setup, uh, we've got him for a few more minutes here. Give us a call at 812-638-4261. We're only going to take questions for a few minutes because we're going to get to uh, Bryant here in just a little bit. Um, But if you want to talk to Bill about what's going on at World Scout Jamboree, give us a call right now, 812-NET-HAM-1. 812-638-4261. 812-638-4261. So, yeah, the heat uh, has been pretty pretty bad in the entire Midwest. So, so how are you dealing with that? Yeah, you know, just staying hydrated, and that's what uh, what you got to do. Um, I did want to also mention that uh, we did finalize some some dates and times for that uh, Eris contact. Uh, we did finally lock that in, and that is going to happen on the twenty seventh. So we're going to be on Saturday, the 27th, July 27th, and it looks like it's going to be around 2.30 Eastern. So okay, uh, we're going to try to get that live streamed. It really depends on the venue we're at and how the bandwidth appears at the time. Uh, if not, we're, we're definitely going to have uh, a decent video because we're going to shoot it from about six different angles. <laughs> 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 so we have a good copy. And, of course, uh, you know, all the other media partners here at the Jamboree are going to be there and uh, obviously broadcasting it and everything else. And I wouldn't doubt if the local news channel here also uh, also did it. Uh, it looks like to be about a 10-minute pass uh, based upon the uh, AOS and LOS. So it uh, should be pretty good for the scouts. Um, um, so yeah, so that, that, that'll be the big one on the 27th and it looks like our very first, uh, balloon is set to launch. Is it on the 20th, 20th or 20, I think it's on Monday. Was it Monday morning? Yeah. Yeah. We just got that schedule cause we're actually going to do four of those balloons. Um, and I was thinking it was going to be an early balloon on Monday, but I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. We got four launches. They'll all be at ten o'clock to, in the morning. <laughs> well, Jim's, we'll be watching for those. Oh, well, say <laughs> hello to Jim looking. and 
and uh, what's the uh, what's the SSID to look for on the balloons? Uh, they'll all be tagged with a NA1WJ. Uh, I don't know exactly. Uh, five, six, seven, and eight are the numbers on those. Okay, good. Five, six, seven, and eight. All right, very good. And uh, let's see, I've got uh, got an. Oh, okay. I'm getting a call on the on the cell phone from uh, <laughs> Bryant, apparently. Um, so I don't know if Skype's not uh, cooperating here or what, but we'll uh, we'll take care of that here in a minute. Um, if you have a question, uh, give us a call eight one two six three eight four two six one. Um, so let's take a minute here to remind uh, listeners how they can. Uh, participate how they can get a hold of you now that you're going to be on the air starting uh tomorrow full blast anyway um remind people how they can do that oh sure yeah so we're going to be on the air as uh, na1wj we'll be doing testing uh which basically means we'll be on the air <laughs> starting tomorrow <laughs> uh and uh and until the scouts actually show up uh we'll basically be pretty much uh open-ended testing um so you can pretty much a call in and, and test propagation and everything else. But the uh, scouts show up on the 22nd and we'll be getting scouts on the air basically from the 22nd all the way through the first when they, uh, they depart. So uh, we're going to be operating the station pretty much from eight to 5 PM with scouts. And then after that, we'll probably run the station for another, uh, you know, five to six hours, depending upon activity, uh, you know, we'll have some guys dabble in some CW for the guys that want to work the station on CW, but uh, they can find us there. Um, obviously, we're going to have everything, uh, you know, out on social media. We've been doing a lot of Facebook Live. Uh, you can check the K2BSA's uh, Facebook page. You can check out our Twitter uh, at, at NA1WJ underscore scouting or at K2BSA underscore scouting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's where we're going to keep up most of the information. We're going to also update the, uh, the website at ktbsa.net with uh, all the, the live information on the link there for the Jamboree-Live. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much uh, everything I have. We did have the uh, – Jim just brought me over the schedule for the uh, balloon launches. Looks like we have one scheduled for July 20th, 21st, 23rd, and 25th. And actually, I think that's the 30th. Oh, okay. That one's the 30th. Okay, so maybe he messed it up. So 21st, 23rd, 25th, and 30th, all at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we'll most likely also live stream those as well. All right. Very good. Well, thanks, Bill and Jim, for uh, calling in and updating us on how things are going over at World Scout Jamboree. And we'll be listening for you on the air. Great. Great. All right, let's see here. Oh, I think we've got it. I think we've got it worked out here. So uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll get Bryant on the phone here and the gang down in Carousel. But uh, Bill, thanks a lot, and and have a great time. All right. Well, we will uh, hear from ICOM here, and then we'll. Uh, We'll get back and, and figure out what's going on with Skype. Something's, something's going crazy here. So we'll get this all uh, figured out during the break and uh, come back with Bryant live from Carousel, the Youth DX Adventure, right after this word from ICOM right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it? 
worked it, logged it. It's time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high performance and innovative products. Make the most of contest season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. And the IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Two antennas met on a roof, fell in love, and got married. The ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was excellent. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks to ICOM America for help bringing Ham Talk Live to you each and every week. And they're the power behind the NA1SJ station. Be sure to check them out at ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur. And also the the power of of the station uh, down in Carousel. Uh, We've got Bryant on the phone here, KG5HVO. we got... uh, Skype to cooperate with us finally. So uh, we have him on the phone along with uh, Jack KM4Z and Audrey KM4BUN. And they just finished up uh, the Youth DX Adventure. They're still in Carousel, but finished up their operating today. So uh, we go from West Virginia to Carousel. So, uh, Bryant, how are things down there in Carousel? Well, uh, good evening, Neil. It's uh, great to be with you on on uh, Ham Talk Live tonight. Uh, what I can say is uh, the island is uh, gorgeous. The beaches are absolutely beautiful. The antennas at PJ2T are magnificent. I can say that we uh, felt loud on every band. And uh, it's been a great week here on the island of Curacao. And again, it's uh, great to be with you here on Ham Talk Live. Well, I tell you what, it, it, if this keeps up, we're just going to make you a co-host of, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we we would have you on here all the time for all these things, and I know uh, you were able to, to again take advantage of this great trip, um, the Dave Coulter Youth DX adventure down to to Carousel. So you're you're the experience down there. So you've been uh, you've been helping out. Uh, Jack and Audrey, I know, I've uh, seen some pictures, and, and I know you guys have, have done well, and I was able to work you yesterday and today, and, and, I, and I tell you this, Bryant, you know, that, that took some courage today. I, I saw that he was on 10-meter CW, and I'm like, okay, you know, I started out as a CW op because I had no choice, but, but I, I I don't keep my CW skills up. I, I can do CW, you know, 
you know, nine, ten words a minute. And, and and I turn on 10 meters, and I hear Bryant just, you know, I don't know what it was. It, sound, it sounded like 30, but I, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But, but he was just rattling it off, and, and I, I didn't have any help at all. I didn't have any paper. I didn't have anything. I was just going straight from the ears and gotcha <laughs> on cw so yes so we haven't worked on cw before but now we have yes we have you were very loud on 10 meters today it was a very good uh, sporadic e opening yeah yeah i was amazed uh how clear uh you were coming in on 10 so uh that was great and then uh i got uh i believe it was uh jack on uh on phone on 15 today and then um i had i had you on 20 yesterday i believe and maybe audrey on 17 yesterday so uh you guys were doing very well up here uh, i didn't have uh much problem at all on all of those bands getting you so i know uh you guys were were trying to make a push to um get uh, a new record you had three hours to go and that's when i hopped on the rig and started uh um adding some cusos to your list there so uh, uh tell the world here d- did you make it uh yes we did this is audrey came for bun and while it's not necessarily a competition it's just when you get into amateur radio especially as youth it gets to be a little competitive, and so yes, we technically we did achieve more QSOs than the previous teams, but once again, it's not technically a competition, but it was a ton of fun, and uh, we're so happy and we're so proud. Well, I know some of those former team members were helping you beat that record, so <laughs> that's, uh, like you said, it, it's, it gets a little competitive, but uh, we're all on the same team, and so uh it was it was great to hear about that so um audrey i hear you you have some good stories about some contacts that you made so we want to hear those absolutely well today i was just working you know the 40 meter pile up and everything was going great and every so often i get someone who uh asks me what we're doing and why we're down here and i tell them about the youth the x adventure and everything and I guess the word youth just, I don't think he, I don't think he heard it or, or, you know, I don't think he heard it, but he was like, oh, okay, very cool. So you're down on the Curacao doing amateur radio stuff. So you're tired down there, right? And, <laughs> and I, I was like, well, not really. I'm, you know, I'm not at the, I'm at the ripe age of 15, I guess. But yeah, that was pretty interesting. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun though. I'm sure uh, Brian and Jack can tell you other interesting stories, too. Yeah, now, if you're retired at 15 in Carousel, you're doing something right. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) And I know Bryant's mom, Lauren, has already been posting pictures poolside down there and and, and enjoying uh, ham radio because it, it took her to Carousel next to the pool, so... Yeah, if you're retired at 15 and living in Carousel, you must be doing something right. Well, Jack, uh, let's get your call sign here, too. I don't have it in my brain. KM4Z. Uh, Jack, you have any uh, stories from uh, your trip down there? Uh, yeah, uh, my call sign is actually Kilo Mike for Zulu India Alpha. 
Oh, I cut it off. Sorry about that. Yeah, my call sign is KM4ZIA. Well, another busted call. Okay, I've got it here. KM4ZIA. So, any uh, any good stories? Any uh, any funny contacts you made? Well, um, at the beach, we actually saw a bunch of pigs, actually. We even saw a pig actually eating out of someone's bag. Wow. That wasn't Hammy the pig, the, the Am Talk Live mascot, was it? She was friendly. Who knows? <laughs> I didn't see any pictures of Hammy this trip. Now, the last trip, we had, we had some pictures of Hammy down there, but... You had some, yeah, had some pigs. Wow. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we forgot to book him a plane ticket. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's the way it goes. Well, Bryant, any uh, any stories from you on uh, some uh, funny things or, or unusual things that happened this trip? Well, uh, as far as uh, unusual things. Um, I could say, uh, yes, the pigs at the beach are uh, fairly uncommon. I'd never seen that before, uh, especially just free-roaming free, free roaming the beach, and nobody really seemed to care. Uh, we also saw a lot, lot of uh, wild iguanas and uh, lots of other uh, wildlife near the station. And uh, there were a few wild goats that uh, would just hang out in the middle of the road. I'd never seen that before. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun just uh, working the world and uh, getting to operate with uh, Audrey and Jack was a real treat. Well, if you have a question for uh, these three, give us a call at 812-638-4261. It's 812-NET-HAM-1. Now's the time to call if you would like to ask them about their journey down to Carousel to PJ2T. Uh, they were on the air with PJ2Y um, over the last few days, and they've uh, wrapped everything up and and uh, coming home soon. We'll talk about that in a minute. So uh, if you want to ask a question, now's the time to call, 812-638-4261, or you can tweet us over at HamTalkLive, and uh, we'll take your questions here for a few minutes. Um, so Bryant, uh, this is your second trip, uh, down there. Uh, so how do you compare this trip to last time? So I went on the youth DX adventure for the first time in 2017 and I was with, uh, uh, two other, uh, young hams and we went to a station in Costa Rica and operated for a week. Uh, I'll, I'll just go through like some, uh, some comparisons and differences and similarities between the two experiences. Uh, in 2017, uh, we had uh, two radios, uh, some smaller uh, antennas compared to PJ2T, uh, just you know your uh, verticals and tri-band Yagi. Uh, one thing that really uh, hurt us in Costa Rica was a thunderstorm that decided to camp out over us for uh, 24 hours. That did not help propagation, and we had to keep radios disconnected. Uh, while here uh, in 2019 uh, on the UTX adventure to uh, Curacao, uh, some things were different. We had four radios available. The PJ2T station is a, uh, a highly engineered uh, station designed for uh, high-performance contesting from the Caribbean. 
So there are four radios that can operate on four different bands at the same time. There are uh, plenty of large arrays of antennas, uh, Yaggies on 40 to 10 meters, beverages. Uh, we have an 80 meter dipole on the ridge top, which really plays well. And one of the best things that really uh, helps our signal is salt water. Salt water uh, really uh, gave us some good uh, takeoff energy. Uh, now, some similarities uh, between, I think, all uh, UPX adventure groups are uh, the teams are high-caliber, high uh, energetic HF operators. Uh, it was, again, really, really uh, awesome to work with uh, Jack KM4 ZIA and Audrey KM4 BUN. And uh, I just want to thank uh, the YDXA leadership of uh, Jim AB8YK and Don N6JRL for all the hard work that they do to uh, prepare events like this uh, for us youth. And uh, I also want to thank our host, uh, Uli DL8OBQ, uh, Jack N4RV, and uh, Jeff W0CG for allowing us to use the world-class PJ2T station. And personally, I would like to thank uh, Bob Heil of Heil Sound and Ray Novak of ICOM America and uh, the many uh, sponsors and donors uh, that continue to make trips like these possible uh, for us uh, youth hounds. All right, very good. Now, I, I have to ask you this because I always give Chris a hard time about this, KD8YVJ. So, so, so last time you had Chris's grilled cheese sandwiches. So, so how did the grilled cheese compare? Well, uh, we had uh, some uh, very uh, interesting uh, cuisine down here in Curacao. Uh, it was really good, um, especially kind uh, of thing. What did we have, Jack? What was your favorite thing that you ate while on this trip here in Curacao? Well, probably the best thing I had was the pasta cabanera that Bryant's mom made. And it was the probably the most delicious pasta I ever had. Wow. Okay. Audrey? I would have to agree with that. It was really good, especially in the midst of, you know, all the pileups and stuff. It was great to, you know, eat in between, you know... You know. 240 QSOs an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those was N0SSC because he just tweeted here um, and said he totally forgot why DXA was happening. And by happenstance, he, he just, just stumbled onto Bryant during lunch and um, got in the shack to uh, to drill some CW. But, uh, but Bryant, he said he was going at 30, so I was guessing about right. Um, and, uh, he said, I think he tried to say hi, but it went over my head. So <laughs> I, I was able to figure out the call sign and the, and the five in, in, and, and so, so that's, that's what got it for me. So maybe Sterling was in the same boat there, but, uh, um, Sterling said, uh, he was glad to, uh, get the QSOs down there. Yes. Uh, I think we worked Sterling on three different bands in, uh, SSB and CW. But, Neil, I also uh, want to mention uh, another sponsor that I forgot to mention, and that's uh, Tim Duffy, K3LR of DX Engineering. Uh, Tim does a lot of great work with uh, youth hams and uh, was a really uh, generous sponsor uh, for this year's uh, YDX18. 
Yeah, very good. Yeah, Tim uh, does a lot of good stuff, and we appreciate uh, all the sponsors of uh, these youth events like this one, and this is a, a really great one. And uh, oh, Sterling says, yep, same boat. I know 5NN and TU. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, okay. that's about what I stuck with since I didn't even have paper. I was just like, yeah, okay, if I can get a call sign and get the report, we're, we're good. So, so we got it. I, I don't think I was sending quite at 30, but, uh, well, we, we got it done anyway. So, yes, well, that's great. That was great. Well, um, you guys have, have finished up your, your operating. What, what were your final numbers? And then um, when are you uh, packing up and heading out? Well, by the end of everything, we ended up with a total of 6,593 QSOs. All right. So we're really, we're really, really happy about that. And... Uh, Concerning when we're leaving, we are leaving actually tomorrow morning at uh, O-Dark 30. O-Dark 30, that's what I was getting ready to say, O-Dark 30, yeah. Well, I I hope you've had a chance to uh, enjoy some time and enjoy some time on the air uh, as well down there. And uh, thanks so much for calling in and letting us know how things are going and uh, do we have any any news from Jim uh, and the gang about uh, maybe next year's plans? Oh, yeah. So it's Jim, A-B-A-Y-K, Neil. Thanks for uh, uh, contacting them tonight and let them get on the air. Uh, yes, we do have plans already in the mix for next year. Uh, we are looking at uh, going back to Saba Island, and uh, Jeff Jolie has uh, penciled us in, and we're really uh, – moving forward and kind of got half the team already filled with a lot of people. And, uh, that's what our plan is. And hopefully we'll be P six J Y next year. Um, the, uh, Dutch bureau is always really good at, uh, accommodating us because they understand that it's uh, the youth and then they really want to, to see our, uh, uh, trips happen and, and be able to get uh, recognition in their country. Uh, well, that sounds great, Jim. Thanks uh, so much for all you do to put all this stuff on. And um, if people are interested in that trip or uh, want to donate to help make that trip happen, tell them how they can do that. Okay, we have our website is the best way to do it. The information is on there. And it's qsl.net stroke n6jrl. Uh, Don lets us use his call on qsl.net to, to be able to publicize that, and uh, that's what we do. And uh, they can send us money. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, traditionally you've done the, the raffle at Dayton. I, I assume that's probably in the works again. Yes, uh, Dayton Hamvention is very uh, generous to us and uh, donates us booth space to uh, – help support at that and the Dara Club are great supporters of us and they uh, allow us to uh, have a raffle and uh, there again that's uh, Ray and everybody else helps uh, by donating us something uh, very worthy to to raffle off and that's how we raise our funds uh, that and the uh, many generous uh, contributions and uh, as always uh, anybody that contributes uh, we definitely put them on the uh, QSL card and we'll be having our beautiful double-sided, double-sized 
USL card for this adventure uh, in about six to eight weeks or so. All right, very good. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask about uh, about the QSLs, and uh, I've got everything uh, uploaded uh, as well uh, yesterday and today. So we'll be looking forward to seeing those. And uh, anything else from the team here before we go? Well, I'll just let everybody know also that all the uh, QSOs have been uploaded to Local Book of the World, QRZ, and Club Log. So you can check to see if you're in there or not, and if there's problems, there you just send me a note, and we'll uh, we'll work on those. Okay, very good. Uh, anything else from any of the group? I just want to say uh, again, thank you to all the sponsors and donors, and thank you to all the uh, great operators out there that uh, were able to work their way into our logs. Uh, and thanks to all those who spotted us uh, and worked us. So. All right, 73 from Curacao. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, have fun. Have a safe trip back. And uh, thanks to all of you for, for chiming in. And, Lauren, thanks for uh, setting up the call and, and getting everything going tonight. And, and I hope you enjoyed the pool. I'm sure she did. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. And that's going to be a wrap for another episode of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Bill Stearns, NE4RD, out in uh, hot West Virginia, and uh, Bryant and Jack and Audrey and Jim and the whole gang down in uh, Carousel for being on the show tonight. And everybody out there uh, listening in cyberspace and, and typing in and we invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Ruth Willett, KM4LAO, will be here to talk about uh, being the most recent Hiram Percy Maxim Award winner and her satellite operations and more. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just visit hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. That helps others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Don't, 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 don't,